Are you a female entrepreneur? Are you a stay-at-home mom? Or do you have an awesome hobby that you are so passionate about? Well, good news. This podcast is for you. It's the Dr. A way at the Restore podcast. So each week, I'm going to be interviewing different women and their stories of how they're kind of getting through life and making it work. But I hope you sit back, grab a glass of wine, and tune in each week. And I hope, most importantly, you enjoy. Welcome back to the Restore Podcast. This week, I have one of my really, really, really good friends. Um, She is so great. (laughs) She's she's like smiling right now. Um, She's so great at not only accountability, but honestly, she is like the beacon of health in so many ways, not only from like her mind, her body, her soul, and just giving herself space and energy and time to heal and to be patient with your body in any phase it is. And she's someone that has greatly helped me, especially from food and health goals to even moderation with alcohol. <laughs> we all know your girl can have a good time. <laughs> Too good, in fact. Uh, but also like just seeing like what's your life, what you want it to look like, and why does it really matter to you. And when you find that, it really helps peel back the layers and become who you really want to become. Did I say it? Basically, uh, good in summary, welcome. (laughs) But yeah, so this is Lindsay Baxter. Um, She is a workout enthusiast. You probably saw her on the mic at Pure Bar. Um, You might have seen her on the field as a past Kansas City Chiefs cheerleader. And right now, I call her. She's going to be so embarrassed. But she's the date doctor. (laughs) Helping people find true love, which is seriously has to be your true calling because of how much like it'd be like listening to a gal pal all the time it's so great so I'm definitely going to dive into that because people are gonna be like what I just know it but yeah so welcome thank you so much for having me on here I'm super excited to be back for round two season three um, season three coming at you live (laughs) but yeah I love it so like when we break down I'm just gonna dive right in when we break down what it looks like for you and like your journey even of health, how it began. I remember previously you talked about like you had a little bit of an eating disorder or like kind of a body issue, dysmorphia issue, would you call it or no? I think it was, I don't know if you could actually, I was never fully diagnosed with like body dysmorphic disorder, but I think it was more so a self-confidence issue, just stemming from a lot of deeper things that I was facing growing up. I know a lot of us, especially back in like the 90s, back then everything we saw was always airbrushed and just super flawless and super skinny. There wasn't this whole movement towards, you know, everybody is beautiful and being real, which I still think we need to work towards and lose the filters nowadays. Mm -hmm. But, But yeah, a lot of my journey stemmed back to that time in my life. Um, I did have a little bit of an eating disorder, which is still, I will say, a struggle nowadays. And I think a lot of people can relate to that and having that inner voice in the back of your head, just second guessing and judging yourself and maybe being a little bit more critical than we are towards others. Um, And that's something I will say that I still work towards and work for every single day. 
And I will say this is a little bit different, but I do think we need to listen to that voice sometimes in the back of our head and just ask it, you know, what, what do we need? What do I really need to make myself feel loved and accepted? Because obviously that voice is there for a reason and there's probably something that I'm still struggling with internally that is making that voice come up and say, hey, pay attention to me. I need something. That's so huge. You know, it's even big, like, you know, when you get to that point of, I call it like the hunger pain, where you went too long and too far without food, especially like if you're, you know, in the middle of work, it's just like too far. Like you get like the, the hangry, oh, yes. but also it's like, I can't get to that point because I'll be like, screw it. I'm done. I need Taco Bell. I need the Crunchwrap <laughs> Supreme cheesy gordita crunch. Let's go. I need the Coke that I never drink. You know, it's just like, but I think as any human, like no matter what, it's just, you get to that point. Yeah. And then I realized of like, okay, wait a minute. It's because I wasn't feeling my body. So no, I don't actually want the taco, but who doesn't want a taco? <laughs> it's like, I need substance. I need something. And you yeah. were so good. I remember last year that like I was having a vodka tonic and you're like, does that actually like give you joy? And of course I like started crying because I was like... <laughs> A little bold. Okay. Look into my soul without like... Right. <laughs> yeah, fine. Just. And I was just like, today it does. And I was like, but I genuinely love the taste. You know, I'm like... Yeah. And I remember telling you, I'm like, if it was between you had coffee, tea, and soda, and lemonade, and all these like sugary drinks, like I'm like, I would still probably pick the water, the black coffee, or the vodka tonic. Because <laughs> the flavor, I love the flavor, but it's also like, okay, well, how far does flavor go? And also just keep refilling. So, but I remember that so much. That stuck with me and I hated you at the time. I absolutely hated you. But then at the same time, I'm like, whatever it did, it worked. Because like, then I started looking and I was like, is it because like, do I want the drink? Am I feeling lonely? Am I feeling sad? Am I feeling happy? And I'm like, hey, I just want to celebrate a good win for the week. And that's totally fine. Yeah. I think it's okay, you know, to indulge every now and then. But I think sometimes we get to this point where someplace in our life we feel that we're lacking. Maybe we're a little overstressed, we're overworked, we're a little overtired. And instead of fulfilling that void with like the things that our body needs, maybe some extra rest or maybe some yoga that's restorative and going to help you feel really good. We just want that comfort and whatever that comfort looks like for us and might be what we consider, you know, a little bit of a vice, but it's easy and it makes me feel good in the moment. But I think just asking ourselves, is this what I really need? Am I going to feel fulfilled after this or do I still feel empty afterwards? And Ooh, I that's, think that's where we tend to go down the wrong path and don't like, don't misunderstand. It's still okay. Like those little things, like it's not going to kill you, but it's just a matter of finding a balance and having a good relationship with those. That's so huge. So when you started like kind of diving deeper into what that looked like for you and your health and your body and what, you know, kind of tackling all these things, what were some of your first, I guess, steps or your go-tos? Did you run to working out in high intensity activity? Did you run to like calorie deficit? Did you like, what was your thing of, like, your stepping stone to bridge of, like, listen, I'm not okay, and we need to kind of start figuring out how to build this back? Completely being bluntly honest, I probably tried everything, and I did not do it well. Um, when I was struggling with eating issues and just wanting to fix what I saw in the mirror because I wasn't happy, I 
honestly, so I started with just working out like a fiend. Um, there was one summer that I was in college and I had gained some weight just because I was struggling with emotional things. My mom had just had a stroke. She was a recovering alcoholic. Things weren't going well and she was like abusing the meds that she was on and I just, mm. I didn't know how to deal and I had in that time turned to food and then all of a sudden here we are coming into spring and summer and my shorts don't fit anymore <laughs> and I freaked out. I We've literally all been there. did, yeah, I got up, I would do 10 miles like cardio in the morning, oh I gosh. would do an insanity workout over lunch, I was eating no carbs whatsoever and I got to the point where my sweat like smelled like ammonia, which oh is gosh. like, yeah, <laughs> it was like at a really bad, harsh point. Um, so yeah, I've been through the different phases and trying different things and trying different diets and it finally hit me over time that, okay, this isn't any better for my body than before, you know? Huge. And I will say it wasn't like an overnight thing. This has been a long, long journey. And I've fluctuated too with different life events and different struggles. You know, my I'm not a person that's blessed with a body that stays exactly the same. I've fluctuated quite a bit. I had a little bit of a, um, like, gut like bacterial infection that affected that and I struggled with that for a long time and my weight crept up I will say coming back from that I did find more of a balance and I think it's been with honestly within the past couple of years that I've kind of learned to okay take a step back look at what's going to support me get through this and get to a good point where I feel good with my body Huge. and I'm not just hating the way that I look every day I'm making those steps making those changes that make me feel good and make me feel like I'm making progress and that I'm going to get there and it's okay if it doesn't happen overnight yeah that's huge that's so huge done it all yeah (laughs) I I can honestly relate I have been in the same boat and like I, I remember you knew a lot of my story of before even coming to Columbia like I'm like just coming here and doing the work and everything I mean I gained 30 pounds here but then I fell off the wagon and I mentioned that in my earlier podcast where I was like at a time where you're like going, going, going and it's like, okay, well get a snack here. Or McAllister's here. Pinch. Yeah. was here. Like we're just working like crazy. And it also was like, I couldn't even picture working out because my relationship with working out. And I think that also stemmed from multiple surgeries where it's like, yeah. I kept building myself up and then I have another surgery and I keep building it up. And so I didn't go to the gym for like two and a half years after. Cause I was like, in just such a broken place where I was like, I can't do this again. And then at that point, it was like, oh, well, now I realize it was a patient that brought it up. And she's like, I think, and I don't know the yin and yang in which one it is, but she's like, I think you have too much of this and you need too much of whatever. So she started talking about walking and yoga. Then, like, slowly did I realize, like, when I met you, you're everything you were trying to get me to go. You're like, want to walk the dogs? Hey, <laughs> That's me. Want to walk the dog? I was like, I think she's trying to tell me to get my ass up and going. <laughs> like, but I mean, that slow walking, you know, essentially, you know, got me into, I started the pure bar for a while, which also like ignited like your fuel my, to, my fuel to go to yeah. strength training and go into the gym. And that was my happy, like that was back where I needed to go, but it took me and that's so cool. long to like yeah. get there. And now it's just like, I'm like, I'm addicted. I'm back. <laughs> I was like, I'm back. We got to go. Uh, but I think that's still huge of like finding, you know, what season you're in and what works for you. Um, especially if you're like the new mom 
you know, and you're not sleeping. It's like, no, you just focus on sleep and maybe it is yoga. Maybe it is just walks, you know, but if you're at a point where, you know, you need to kind of burn energy, maybe, you know, trying new things is something good because it was stuff I would have never tried. I mean, let's be honest. I look like a linebacker <laughs> in a room full of cheerleader, dancer looking people at Pierre Bar and they're like, and lift and burn and lift and burn. I was like, I'm lifting. And I'm like, <laughs> As I'm peeling you off the floor in the back <laughs> corner. <laughs> you can do it. Um, that's so Just funny. Kidding, you did great. And I did so great. Um, but yeah. So. But I think that's huge. You kind of alluded to, you know, just finding a starting point and whatever that looks like for you. And I think that's one of the biggest keys if you are feeling like you're in a rut and like you aren't happy or comfortable in your own skin. I think it's huge to just find something that you like to do you know no matter how small that that is whether that's going for a walk or even it's just stretching at home you know if you're wanting to get into moving your body more you've got to find something you like and work with that and go from there that is huge and I will say something on that I think moving your body is something so important and I can feel a direct difference when I go even if it's just taking Sunny for a walk for the day or you're doing the whole workout or you're doing, you know, a, maybe it's a cycle class yeah. or, you know, whatever it is. It's just you're going to like energy. I heard say something. It's like with calories. So it's like you don't get energy. Your body makes energy kind of like a um, like a factory. Yeah. And it's like in order to make it, you have to keep feeding it mm-hmm. for more energy. And that's something just so, so true. Like the days that I don't work out. My health choices are worse. I feel sluggish. I just feel like even my body's just tight. I'm sore. I'll even start having like, I'm like, oh, I have sciatica. Oh, I, you know, you just start like things start creeping up and you're like, what? Like, why do I feel like this? But then it makes sense when you're not getting that movement too. Yeah. And I think a big part of that nowadays too is getting outside. A lot of us work from home or we just have a routine of, you know, Working at home, family life, no matter what that looks like, keeping up with the house and then going to work, working more there and then coming home Mm -hmm. and working some more. You know, you've got to take that time to get out, get outside, get some sunlight, take that time for yourself. That's so big. Yeah. Just allow yourself. I think it's more so just taking a mental break. You know, that workout is a relaxation almost for your mind Yeah, as you're working your body. That's huge. So speaking of mental breaks, what else do you do? And like, um, I know lately you were, you said something about like you're working with Sarah Hoover. I'm so interested in all that. Love her. She's a cool person. Um, like walk us through. I know. I know. She like just has this like vibe and you're like, I just want to be your friend. (laughs) Like she's just so cool. Um, so yeah, like what does that look like even from a mental space that maybe it's a spiritual space? I don't know anything really about it. So this is all going to be new to me to hear this. So Sarah has been helping me to continue my journey with myself and helping me to speak to my inner self. Oh, that's good. Yes. As I mentioned, I had a lot of struggles growing up with family issues, um, addiction, and just not a very loving, nurturing environment to grow up in. And so with that, That led to, as I mentioned before, a lot of self-doubt, a lot of um, not really being confident in myself and not knowing how to deal with a lack of love. You know, when you grow up, you hopefully grow up in an environment where you're receiving love and support from your family. And if you're not getting that, you 
don't necessarily know how to deal with that. And I definitely didn't. Sure. I tried to get that attention through um, essentially my eating disorder, being that I wasn't being supported or getting attention and love from um, my mother. I basically tried to force her to notice me through that, which is honestly very sad. And it's not the correct way to do that at all. But when you're young and you um, are impressionable and don't have that support, that made sense in my mind. Sure. And so she has helped me because I still struggle with that. Um, even though I may seem confident when I jump on the mic at Pier Bar and, you know, help love on other people and like I'm very fulfilled, there's still days where, you know, that little voice pops up in the back of my head. And so Sarah's teaching me to listen to that voice oh, and see good. what it needs and that's how to huge. continue to support myself as I grow. That is such a big thing. Um, I feel like she's very similar to like Pablo. You've heard me talk about Pablo. He's so direct. <laughs> uh, but like working with him now for like a year and a half, I mean, has utterly changed like my mind and my focus and just like, I love being in that space, especially for one growth, but also kind of, yeah, those inner things of like things you were like looking for, um, kind of almost like work became my thing is just like oh if I work so hard I'm gonna get the appraisal and I'm gonna get the this mm-hmm. and job well done and this is great and you're gonna feel fulfilled and life will be great and that's right all you need. and so then it's just like but it was like that in every area it was just like like work 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 but also I didn't realize like even through surgeries and the recovery it's like I had to keep trying to prove something yeah. I had to keep trying to prove that like I don't know I'm capable and I'm worthy and I'm gonna be successful and and what success looked like for me at that time it was such a different lens of like what it needed to be and even then it was just like no like you're driving yourself into the ground like who are you trying to prove a hundred percent it's just like you're a human being not a human doing yeah and it's like when you step into just the being like you can show up and just be and People, they'll like you or they're not going to like you. It's not what you do for them. It's not what you perform for them, how much money you make for people or, you know, whatever it looks like. And I was just, that was such a huge thing that this year has unraveled right now, which is huge. And just discovering that bigger relationship with yourself. And I think it's crazy too that you're like, I'm like, I'm almost 35. Why do I not know myself? (laughs) But honestly, I think all those things, like, you know, I think for so many people, you have a tendency to go, go, go. And it's like, you know, you go to school or then you go to undergrad and then maybe you start a family and then you have kids and then you have another kid and you get a house and then you have a job and then you work and then, you know, it's like, and then, and then, and then it's like, it's that power and the pause of like, are we well? Yeah. And each season I think just needs such a different part. And maybe it's like, you know, some seasons require more in your spiritual life. Some might require more, you know, in your everyday, you know, body wellness and, but also even the foods you eat along the way, you know, are just either, you know, making you healthier, they're making you sick or depleted in some ways, you know. So what would you say to listeners of a good starting point if they feel any of those kind of issues, like things or even just like what what is beneficial to you and how could that help other people? Definitely. I think so. There are a couple of key foundational things. And one, I do want to touch on this too, just listening to you talk. I think it's important 
it's very, very important to have goals, but I think it's also important to ask yourself, what, what do I want with that goal? What am I going to feel when I get there? And can I feel that now? Can I feel a sense of pride in working towards the goal instead of just having this empty, hollow feeling of, I'm not there yet, but I'll be great when I get there. And oh, I think that's good. that that's where we get in trouble a lot because we then become very hard on ourselves. If we're not hitting all of these things perfectly, we have our set metrics, and if we aren't hitting it, we're not good enough. And I think that that's huge to, you know, love the process, realize that it is a process and it's more so finding and developing that lifestyle that you want to live because when it becomes a lifestyle, you're actually living it then day in and day out and that's you find so happiness good. in your day. <laughs> like drop the mic. That is so true. You know, I think it's also like, you know, the power of like becoming like, and just being in that space. You said yeah. it perfectly. Like when you're talking, um, a lot of people probably don't know. I was wanting to be a cycle bar instructor and I was like so excited. I really wanted to do it and did the audition, which was a huge process in itself. Get called back, which is shocking to the second one. Do that one again. I was like, I nailed it. I felt comf- like so confident and my scores came back across the board and everything was great and I had a passing score, but I failed the rhythm. And like if you aren't in that space, like if you fail the ry- rhythm in both categories, it's basically like an automatic fail because we they got to push you on to boot camp, which boot camp's like a six-week thing, which is really intense as well. And so then I thought it was like done for. And um, I was definitely disappointed, but it was like you said, it was like that goal in mind. And then I had to step back and be like, why did I want that goal? Like I really wanted to shine. I love educating people. I love being an instructor. What did that look like for me? Why was this important? Yeah. And weeks later, was that like a month later? I think so. It's like a month yeah. later, I get a text and they're like, we found out, like, we love you. We want you to be a part of the like opening process. We found a way to make this work. Can you come in on Sunday? At this point, it's like Thursday. And then you have to audition again. I was like, I'm definitely not ready now. Like, <laughs> I haven't been working. I was like, you know. And so then I thought about it and I got back on the bike. I was like, okay, we're going to go right back through it. And like almost like drive yourself almost insane to start trying again. And then I literally like was just listening to that inner self and was like, like you said, it was like, you're going to be great when you get to this point. This is not the time. And I had to like fully take that step back, which was also extremely disappointing because I really wanted it. But I just felt like I was now operating on a space of stress and doing and doing and doing and like to try to get it. But I know like even if I got through, did the boot camp, did everything, I would be at a place of a burnout and I hadn't even begun yet. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, you know, our busiest season too with like restoration. So it's just like, it just wasn't the time and space because I just felt that choke of emotion back. And like I was, I remember... A couple years ago, we we set some pretty lofty goals at Restoration. I love it. And we just hit a major milestone to serve more people. And I remember, like, you know, everyone's excited. Wherever Everyone's, like, I mean, cheering. They're excited. And I had the biggest breakdown of my life, probably. I was literally on my floor, like, just, like, bawling, opening a bottle of wine to, like, of course, like, drink my sorrows, you know. It was so bad. It was horrible. And I've like thought about it and I just was like, you're working and working and working. It's like, when is it enough? Like, 
you've, it was like that goal that you just had in mind and you had to reach in kind of like you're saying is like, what is that going to bring? Yeah. You're going to see people, you're going to serve more people and that's awesome. But what is that going to look like for you in that space? And in that space, it was like, no, what's happening is I'm becoming more unhealthy to try to get this goal. It was almost like the Flintstones, you know, it's so like, <laughs> yabba dabba do. <laughs> and you're just like, go, go, go. Like, that's literally how I felt. Like I was like Flintstone in it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm not in the space to perform and also heal others or show up yeah. in any way or capacity. So I think that's such a big thing that you just said. So you hit your goal and you felt drained and empty. Oh, a hundred percent. Probably didn't know how to cope with that. Oh yeah, worse than I've ever felt. Yeah, disconnected, disengaged, like even at the point then you want to try to control everything around you. So it's like I had a tight grip on everything. Yeah, you know, and it was just like even just from this past year and a half, learning to kind of like loosen my grip, let like people they they want to shine, let them shine. They're capable of doing awesome things, like not being the go to person, not being this person, is honestly the most rewarding because then I can show up and help at a better capacity, not out of a need, but because I actually want to help you. Like, Hey, you know, what can I do for you? Instead yeah. of like, Ugh, I'm getting asked <laughs> again. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You just show up at such a bigger and better capacity. So it's not limited of like, you're doing less work. You're doing better work in that space. And I think that that's huge. I think you just said something there that we need to expand upon. So that releasing of the need to control, I think that that is a key, key part in terms of like coming into acceptance of where you're at currently and helping you to unlock like your full potential to mm-hmm. work, work towards your goals. A lot of us go almost like on this pendulum where we swing back and forth between, you know, trying to gain control, controls in the middle. We're trying to hit control and control everything, but we overshoot and we go to the other side and we just swing back and forth trying to capture something that is utterly unattainable. Yeah. And I think the biggest way to release ourselves from that is to realize that we can't control everything. The only thing we can control is who we are. We can affect and influence others and I think one of the biggest things for myself and like becoming happy and happy with where I am is just realizing that I can be a big shining light for others and empower others and try and like spread happiness and positivity and that can bring me happiness I can't control what anybody does just like I couldn't control my mom's alcoholism I couldn't help her to you know stop that Mm -hmm. that had to come from her I could influence her positively by providing her support and trying to you know help her work through it but at the end of the day I can't control that it's so big control others either you know so big so big so as we're like kind of like leaning in and like wrapping up a few things too um, you know, you have like the five go-tos, which again, you're like, I do like that could honestly help just benefit everyday life for just anyone. Um, cause I always want you guys to take something away from this. If you didn't take anything else away, which I know you did, but <laughs> something else, bullet points, you know, I love them. Um, uh, but yeah, like something that you think would, you know, a pro tip of maybe adding in Lindsay's got them. So <laughs> rapid fire. All right, lay it on me, I guess. (laughs) Here we go. Here we go. So five key foundational things that I think are helpful in working towards whatever goal you might have. One, I think 
start with building a foundation that works for you. Figure out what's working. What do I already do that is positive? You know, if that's working towards health goals, maybe you're already getting some workouts in during the week. Do you like those? Do they make you happy? Is that something that you could maybe build up and build up slowly? Um, That's something when I'm working with friends on trying to reach their goals, we look at, okay, what are your things that you're doing right now? You're lifting a couple times a week. You feel great when you do that. What if we maybe add in another session next week? See how that goes. Reflect back. See what's working. Build on that. Love it. Don't try and do anything like that just doesn't align with who you are. That's that a big can, one. I love. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel so like that big. leads into another. So that leads into my second one is just that building up over time. You know, taking and allowing yourself the time to grow. It's not going to happen overnight. When I first started trying to get back into working out, because I had a huge period where I was not working out at all. When I was going through my um, gut infection, I had gained a bunch of weight. I was just uncomfortable. I was getting sick all the time. I finally got that under control and I wanted to get back into working out. I wanted to hit 5.30 a.m.s every single day of the week and just be the super workout woman. That does not happen. That's not sustainable. Your body's gonna freak out. I mean, maybe it might work for you. I'm not gonna shoot you down if you wanna try it. But for me, I started with, okay, let's do one 5.30 a.m. a week and see how that goes. Oh, that's good. And then once I hit that consistently, okay, let's add another one in hit that consistently and just keep going. You see the pattern here? Mm -hmm. I'm like, I see it. I'm like the most, I mean, I'm telling you like anything that I struggle with, I go to Lindsay first and she'll break stuff down. And I'm like, where do you get your stuff from? Like, how do you help? But that's literally how I started building back. And And like, even from that, because I'm an all or none personality. I know that about myself. So if we work out, we do it all. If like we don't work out, we don't even, (laughs) we don't even know where the gym is. You know, same with like, you know, food or anything. It's like, if I'm going to indulge, I'm going fried chicken, biscuits and gravy. Let's keep it trained going, you know? And I mean, that's such a big thing for an all or none person. That's like scale back. And then you're going to find that consistency when you kind of just add something in and add that's, that's big. Keep going. Third, I think you need to do what makes sense for you. And we kind of touched on this a little bit. But if you are a night owl, don't try and become a morning person and get up and do 5.30 a.m.s. If that just does not support you and what you like to do, you've got to do what works for you. So if you're the type of person that feels most alive in the evening, do an evening workout if that's what feels good for you. Don't try and be something that you're not. It's okay if you see somebody on the gram, you know, getting it and going 5.30 a.m. every single morning. If that's not for you, that's okay. You don't have to be that person. You just need to be the best version of you. That alone is huge. And I think even with that, not only the exercise part, I think that comes even with lifestyle or food too. Mm -hmm. You know, like maybe you eat out every day for lunch or maybe you roll, you know, through scooters or Starbucks or McDonald's. It's like, okay, well maybe try to do that once a week or three times a week and then get it down to two and then to one and then just prepping you know what I mean exactly I think yeah like in every single area and maybe it's even your sleep or maybe it's your water intake maybe you don't drink water yeah start with you know those things are so applicable in so many things even just walking you know exactly and it's great you know coming to food if you are the person that works or that you know works a heavy schedule and doesn't have time to cook and you don't like to cook and you eat out a lot 
do what works for you. If you want to do a meal prep service, then that's totally fine. You don't have to be the person that does five hours of meal prep on Sunday and has these picture perfect meals. Do what works for you. Don't try and be something that you're not. That's huge. And then, so four, I think this is huge. This is probably very, very foundational. Come from a place of love. Oh, that is good. (laughs) And I think, you know, honestly, I think it's one thing that people would probably do the least. Exactly. And I think it it sounds simple, but it's something that we oftentimes need to remind ourselves of. I think I've probably asked you before, too. Why are you doing that? (laughs) (laughs) Probably more than once, maybe more than 10 times. (laughs) (laughs) But you want to work towards your goals because they are going to make you feel good. They are going to make you show up and be the best version of yourself. You're not doing these things because you have to have a six-pack or because, you know, it's bikini season and I need to look good. I think coming from the place of, I want to be strong so I can do everyday things. Shout out to Morgan Lehman. If you want to follow her, she's a big proponent for this. That's huge. I think it's absolutely huge to come from a place of love and supporting yourself and doing things that are going to make you feel good. Yeah, that's so big. I remember when she was actually on the podcast, huge fan of her. She's great. Um, I loved her like unsexy fit tips too. It was great. I miss those. I really miss those. Um, but I remember when she was just like, you know, like certain exercises, it's not just about the exercise, it's function. She's like, you know, you do a shoulder press. Well, that actually, like, there's actually things that you would do. Like that's putting your suitcase above the bin at the airplane. Are you able to do that? You know, or like carrying groceries into the house. That's actually like the shoulder, like pull down or whatever, um, decompression, whatever it's called, (laughs) milk jugs, whatever. But like she gave like so many great examples of stuff and it's all just functional things, especially, you know, I instantly always think of like parents that, you know, have like the two year old, but then they have like a kid right after within their like 15 to 18 months apart. And it's like, how in the world are you carrying this and you're carrying your purse and you're carrying the stroller then trying to like, you know, but it's also making yourself like strong and able to do that. So that way you can support them because they just, they're my household CEOs, man. They (laughs) They got a lot of stuff going on. But yeah, like I think that's such a big thing and like showing grace and love in that space is so big. Because then you become, you get to that headspace then of I'm doing this because I am amazing and it becomes more of a place of fun. It becomes more about just supporting yourself instead of dreading, you know, because I think when we get to that headspace of I have to do this to look a certain way or do a certain thing, it's something then that you're not really looking forward to Mm -mm. you know it becomes more of a chore oh 100 percent. that's huge well i want to thank you so much for coming back on you're going to be coming back on on season four and five and all the (laughs) other things alive so this is great um but yeah if you uh right um but if you haven't um what is your instagram (laughs) don't laugh at me I am obsessed with my three German shepherds, and so you can find me at Wolf Wanderings. <laughs> you think she would own this like company with like dog collars and stuff? Maybe that's going to be in your future as well. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so yeah, it's just an ode to all of our outdoor adventures with the dogs. Yeah, and I mean, she just has some really cool pictures, like just awesome stuff. Um, but yeah, you can connect with her, especially if you want to ask her questions. She's always really great at you know even sitting down, taking time for coffee, and just meeting and looking at you know, your health or like things that you can tweak. 
Um, so that's where you can find her. You can message her. But like this, share with your friends, um, and I would love to hear from you.